Welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Serwick here again with Mike Meredith. Mike, how you doing this fine uh, Thursday evening? Doing good, man. Got a got a little bit to get through today. Uh, we're gonna do our NBA and NHL power rankings today. I know on Tuesday's episode we said we were uh, gonna introduce it next week, but we figured hell, let's just start it tonight. So. Um, yeah, we'll do that later on in the episode. But first, we got football to talk about, and uh, lots of it. So let's get right into it. About to kick off in about five minutes from now, the Bears are hosting the Panthers, toilet the Toilet Bowl toilet of the bowl. Week. Um, actually, I think there might be a better Toilet Bowl of the Week, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. Um, but anyways, uh, Chicago's a three and a half point favorite in this one, and uh, look, I'm gonna go with Chicago in this one. I know. You know, both these teams are just horrible. Why is this a Thursday night game? Why are any of these games that are just this bad, you know, primetime games? But here we are. Um, look, Bears, I think just everything lines up better for them. Their offense is slightly better. Bryce Young can't see over his uh, offensive line, so he, he that's why he misses his receivers all the time. Um, and, and, yeah, man, I, I just think the, the Bears, their defense – can actually hold up against this uh, very, very bad uh, Carolina offense. Yeah, so, I mean, I do think the Bears have the better team, but for some reason tonight, man, I'm feeling the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Panthers, and this is why, because it's a win-win for the Bears no matter what happens, because they have the Panthers pick. So if they win and beat the Panthers, then the Panthers pick goes down, and then if they lose to the Panthers, then their own pick goes down. And the Panthers really don't have anything to play for. So it's like they got nothing to lose, man. Bryce Young, uh, two pick sixes last game. He has to step up uh, big time in this game. I think if there was a team that he could do it against, it's that Chicago defense. I'm going to go with uh, Carolina here. I, I can respect that. And, and you know, if, if you really think about it, the Bears might actually want, you know, uh, want to really win this game just to drop that Carolina pick further down that way they don't have to because right now they're not even sitting in prime position to have their own pick be at number one so uh, if they really want to uh, get that number one overall pick they're probably going to need to really try to win this game but I I can see the Panthers winning this this is going to be a close game it's going to be very low scoring I think or very high scoring because both these defenses are garbage but we'll uh, we will see uh, Sunday morning, the Patriots and the Colts are over in Germany. Indianapolis, just a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Um, look, the uh, the Patriots are horrible. Uh, Indy has not looked good. They don't have Anthony Richardson, obviously, so there's they're obviously lacking uh, that explosiveness uh, out of their quarterback position. Um the Colts just overall have a much better team here. Uh, I, th- I think two and a half is a bit generous to uh, to the Patriots, to be honest with you. They are not a good team at all. But, uh, yeah, I-, I just think Indianapolis, you know, they just have everything going for them in this one. Their defense is really, really good this year. Their offense, like I said, they're missing Richardson, but I don't think that's going to affect them against this abysmal Patriots defense. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts as well. Uh, the Patriots are just, they've pretty much thrown in the towel, it feels like, um, this season. They have Mac Jones. They need to take uh, Drake May or uh, Caleb Williams on the draft. They can somehow manage to get that far up in the draft boards. Because, um, yeah, they just, they need a new fix at quarterback. And I think this is just the year that they're going to. Uh, they're gonna fall flat, man, and uh, I'm gonna go with the Colts here. Yeah, there's, there's just there's just a lot that New England needs a new quarterback for sure. They need a new a lot of new everything, uh, to be honest with you, including head coach. Uh, the Bengals host the Texans to kick off the afternoon games. Uh, the Bengals are a six and a half point favorite in this one, and. I know I'm picking a lot of favorites right now, but I'm going to have to keep rolling with that because right now the Bengals have been playing some really damn good football. Granted, CJ Stroud right now is, is you know, rookie of the year, at least in my mind. Um, 
he, he's been playing extremely well, but I, I just don't think this Texans defense is up to the challenge for the Bengals, especially the way that offense has been rolling. Joe Burrow has been rolling especially, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Bengals here. I don't know if they cover or not, but I, I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals too. I just think that they are on fire right now. They're one of the hottest teams over the past two or three weeks. Uh, Texans, though, I think uh, have been a lot more respectable this year than I thought they would be at the start. C.J. Stroud's performed a lot better than I thought he could ever do. And I think that it will be closer. I think it will be like right around that six-and-a-half-point spread there. I think it's going to be a close one uh, around there. But I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals here. Steelers are hosting the Packers. The Pack, uh, Pittsburgh's uh, favored by uh, three and a half in this one. Um, look, the Steelers, you know, they're always, you know, that just above 500 team every single year, it seems, unless they're really good, then, you know, they're well above that 500. But it's like they never fall below 500. I think that's going to keep up, uh, especially just this week. The Packers are just horrible. Jordan Love is terrible. That defense is not good at all. And Pittsburgh this year has really outperformed a lot of teams that probably should have beat them. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh here. Yeah, I'm going to go with them as well. They just find a way to win. Green Bay has just looked awful this year. And I trust Pittsburgh more right now than Green Bay. Yeah, it, it's really hard to trust Green Bay right now. Like, you know, sometimes you feel like the Packers could win these close games that they're in and then just find a way to lose or they just get blown out completely. Uh, the Bucks host the Titans. Uh, Tampa Bay's on a pretty big losing streak right now. Um, both these teams come into this matchup 3-5. Th- uh, and five. Tampa Bay is just a one-point favorite in this one. Um, that said, man, I was pretty impressed with Will Levis last week. Uh, getting his first start, so I'm actually going to roll with the Titans this one. I think the Bucks, um, you know, they had a really good start to the season, but after that, man, they just started to fall apart. Really, really after they played the Lions, um, you know, they've just not looked good. And and I think the Titans could could pull out a sneaky win here, like they have already this year. Yeah, this one's more of a fifty-fifty game. This is going to be a real close one. Uh, if you were asked me this probably three weeks ago, I probably would have said uh, Tampa Bay, but I think I am going to roll with the Titans here. Uh, they've come off some bigger wins here recently. Um, I think that well, Levis will get start getting better uh, each week as he starts getting more starts at the starting position here, and uh, Tampa Bay just hasn't been as strong as they were at the start, so I'm going to go with the Titans. Don't forget, too, Titans have uh, Derrick Henry, so I think that mm-hmm. that could definitely play a factor because the Bucks have not looked that great against the run either, so I think Derrick Henry could go off in this game. The Ravens host the Browns. Baltimore is a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Uh, this is a divisional game. Uh, the Browns have some really have a really good defense, but their offense is just you – know, they don't have a quarterback. So, I, look, Baltimore's going to win this one. Uh, I don't think it'll be a blowout like they have with the Lions and then uh, last week as well um, against uh, Seattle. Uh, but that said, this this is obviously you know a big, big divisional matchup. But if the Browns win this, man, th- there's a lot that could really change th- this whole division. But I think the Ravens pull off this W. But I think this is going to be a pretty damn close game. Yeah, I think so too. I think the divisional games always are uh, contenders to be close games here. Cleveland's definitely better than, uh, than I thought. They've they've pulled out some uh, wins that I didn't think they would this year, but Baltimore is one of the hottest teams as well. They've come off a big win against Seattle. They're dominating teams. They are, um, I believe they're on the road for this game, so they haven't played uh, as good on the road, so... Um, Definitely will be a little bit tougher, but uh, I'm going to roll with the Ravens. Ra- Ravens are at home for this one, oh, so so yeah, yeah, the, yeah, they're at home. It, it's a it's a definite win, I think. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, the Jaguars host the Niners. The Niners are on a three-game losing skid. Obviously, at the bye week last week. The Niners are a three-point favorite in this one. Um, look, the the Jags have been really, really impressive, uh, especially lately. You know, obviously, we we've talked about a lot. Uh, they've had a very they had a very slow start. You know, starting one and two, and play some pretty close games. But now they're just beating opponents week in week out. And the Niners, you know, they needed this this bye week. That defense is going to be really scary now, especially with uh, Chase Young. Um, I, I think this is the week the Niners bounce back off this losing skid. Um, I, I just think they they just outmatch uh, the Jaguars, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I, I think this Niners offense can can definitely, uh, you know, run. Uh, run up the score a little bit on this Jaguars de- uh, offense, or no, on their defense, I mean, and I don't know if this, this Jags offense is that elite yet to uh, to face this Niners uh, defense. Yeah, I think this game's going to be close. Jacksonville's looked a lot better recently, but I think the 49ers are going to bounce back, and I'm, I'm going to take them in this game. The Vikings host the Saints. New Orleans is a three-point favorite in this one. Both teams coming in this five and four. The Saints are in the lead of their division. The Vikings are second in the division uh, behind the Lions. Uh, but uh, look, no Kirk Cousins, no uh, Justin Jefferson. I know Josh Dobbs looked pretty good uh, last week. Um, but that said, I don't think he's going to repeat that performance again. Uh, for the Vikings, I think the Saints win this one. I think they cover this spread as well. Uh, Derek Carr has been playing some really good football lately, um, and and just yeah, I, I think everything is in the Saints' hands right now. I'm gonna go with the Saints on this one. I know that I haven't really been picking the Saints too much here, but they have been, um, you know, better with Derek Carr recently. The Vikings have sort of been. You know, back and forth, uh, they were losing a lot of those close games at the start of the year, and now they've been winning some with Josh Dobbs. You're not quarterback, but I think that the Saints are going to take this one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Chargers host the Lions. Uh, the The Lions obviously coming off the bye week. Uh, Detroit just a three-point favorite in this one, though. Um, look, I, I think... You know, the, the Lions, obviously, at the trade deadline, they, they traded to get uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think that really, uh, you know, seals the deal for J-Mo. Like, a- anything from J-Mo at this point is basically a bonus. He's he's not helpful to this team really at all. Um, I, I feel like, you know, DPJ, the, the way Dan Campbell has already talked about, you know, you know, using the words that he uses to describe everyone else, you know, hardworking, all business, all that, all that stuff that he likes to use to talk about, you know, guys like Jared Goff, um, and 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 Monroe St. Brown, and and uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, Hutchinson. There we go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's it's just he he talks about DPJ in the exact same way. I feel like DPJ is gonna flourish with this uh, Lions offense. Uh, that said, I think the Lions win this game. Um, I, I think they definitely cover this as well. The Chargers have been playing better football as of late, but I just think the Lions are a much, much better team. And that's not just bias. That is just cold, hard facts. They are chasing that number one seed right now. They're only a game behind Philly in that. So um, it, it's definitely possible. Yeah, it's crazy to think, man. Um I think I am going to take the Lions here, but I will pump the brakes a little bit because, I mean, we took them against Baltimore, and you see what happened there. They got absolutely destroyed. Chargers have been playing better recently. I I do still uh, like the Chargers, even though I don't know if I can respect them much as a team um, with the poor decisions they've made over the years. But the Lions have been doing that for like the past 50 years until now making just horrible decisions. But the Lions, I think, are just the better team. It's going to be a tough road game. I think, though, they're going to pull it off here, uh, hoping for some crazy trick plays or some 
something different that Dan Campbell can bring to this game. Yeah, I I, th- I think you know the Lions will will pull out something crazy because the Charger defense is actually pretty damn good this year. It's just their offense hasn't been able to match all that well. Uh, the Cardinals host the Falcons. Atlanta just a two point favorite in this game, uh, which I think is completely unfair. Uh, Heineke obviously starting again for Atlanta. Uh, they don't have Desmond Shitter anymore, so uh, you know that, that's obviously something that they definitely, desperately needed with some actual decent quarterback play. Um, but this Atlanta defense is top ten in the in the league right now. Um, the Cardinals' offense cannot move the ball really well at all, unless they're playing Dallas. Um, but but that said, man, I, I think Atlanta wins this one. I think they way more than cover this two point spread. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Atlanta as well. Um, it's going to be a closer game, though. I, I think that at two and a half points is uh, actually pretty respectable uh, sp- spread to because Atlanta just hasn't been as good, and Arizona always just seems to somehow keep the games close. But um, I do think Atlanta's going to take this one. I mean, Arizona is just not a good team, but somehow. We'll keep the game close. <laughs> I I can see it being close, but I I think I think Atlanta wins it by a touchdown, uh, at at the very least. The Cowboys host the Giants divisional game. Dallas a seventeen point favorite. That is a college <laughs> spread, dude. That that is a college yeah. spread. Um, I think most people have put the Giants as like the worst team in football now, man. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I, I think Dallas wins this one for sure. I mean, they're clearly the much better team. The, the Giants are just horrible. Um, you know, uh, CeeDee Lamb has been going off lately. Uh, obviously, Dak has not looked the greatest at times, but th- this Giants defense is so bad. Their offense cannot move the ball, just like Arizona. Um can Dallas cover this 17-point spread? I, I think it's possible. I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's definitely possible. Yeah, um, I mean, that spread is definitely possible to cover, but who? I don't even know who they're going to be playing at quarterback. Uh, is Tyrod Taylor back? Or like Matt Barkley, I think, was like their third-string option. They don't have anyone, man. Uh, the Giants just, I mean... If they stop Saquon, it's over for them, man. They're gonna have no way of scoring on offense. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I. They really have no answer offensively. But yeah, man, it's just. Um, I, I think the Cowboys are gonna blow this game out. They won like forty-one nothing the first week, so you know, no stranger to blowing out the Giants. No, they're they're definitely not any strangers to that. Uh, Seattle hosts Washington. Seattle, a six and a half point favorite in this one. Um, you know the Seahawks. Uh, they're coming off a bye. They obviously had a very bad. Uh, no, they're not coming off a bye. Uh, but they had. They just had a bad loss to Baltimore. Uh, obviously, getting blown the fuck out. Um, that said, I think they bounce back. The Commanders have been playing pretty good this year. Um. You know, Sam Howell has been much better than I expected this year. Um, that said, though, I, I just think Seattle, I mean, they're the best, they're the second best team in that division uh, behind uh, the 49ers right now, um, unless the 49ers start to really skid here, but I don't see that happening. Uh, but that said, man, I, I, I think, you know, this is going to be a nice bounce back week for Seattle. Geno Smith, um, will definitely want to bounce back after an abysmal week last week. I, and I think Seattle's defense is really good as well. So I'm definitely going to roll with the Seahawks here to cover that six and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seattle here. Uh, like you said, though, Sam Howell has been a lot better than ex- expected so far. Um, but Seattle's just got the better team here. Washington is kind of middle of the road. Seattle... They just got their ass kicked. They got to come out and uh, prove everyone wrong and uh, come back with the win. Yeah, I think they will prove all the doubters wrong. I, I, it was Baltimore. Baltimore's a really good team right now. 
and especially at home, Baltimore is just incredible. Uh, so yeah, I, I think uh, I think Seattle can definitely bounce back. At Sunday night, the Raiders host the Jets. I, I think this might be the bigger toilet bowl. Uh, this this uh, week, but I I don't I don't know, man. Both both these teams are garbage, uh, but mm-hmm. the the Jets are a one point favorite in this one. Obviously, no more Jimmy G uh, for the uh, for the Raiders, I believe. Um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Aiden O'Connell uh, will be starting in this game at quarterback for for the Raiders. Uh, that said, the Jets still have a really, really good defense. Um, I know, obviously, the offense is horrible, especially with Zach Wilson. But I, I think the uh, the Jets pull off the victory here. It's going to be a very close game, low scoring. But I, I think just because the Jets' defense is that good, they're probably going to score more points defensively than offensively in this one, and that's going to be the difference. Yeah, I... Um... I think this is going to be a really close one as well. It's like I trust the Jets' defense uh, definitely against that Raiders' offense. But the the Raiders' culture, man, I mean, they definitely had a nice bounce-back week. But I think I am going to stick with the Jets. I think that their defense will be able to hold down the Raiders and possibly get some points on defense here. Or say we say in the offense up in the red zone to where – Zach Wilson could just hand it off to Brees Hall, and uh, he'll take care of the rest from there. Yeah, I think I think really that that's the entire game plan for the Jets. Uh, and then lastly, Monday night football: the Bills host the Broncos. Buffalo, a seven-point favorite in this game. Uh, look, if I'm gonna be honest with you, man, I I think the Bills. This is gonna be you know bold prediction uh, of the week for me. The Bills are not going to make the playoffs this year. The way Ooh. the way they've been playing, man, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And if they do, they're holding on by, you know, sheer luck. Um, that said, I think the Bills will definitely win this game. The Broncos' defense is just garbage. Uh, Russ is cooked on offense. Um, this could be a get-right game for the Bills, but right now, man, I, I, I have not seen enough from the Bills to really convince me that they're even close to a playoff team. Yeah, the Bills have definitely uh, been struggling lately. Uh, they're another team, man. They'll look like really great some weeks, and other weeks they'll be like, you know, this team has so much potential and talent. Why are they choking so bad? Um, I think they'll, they'll handle Denver uh, on Monday night. And moving forward, I do think that they're gonna, they're not going to win the division. I think Miami's going to take that division, but I I I could still see him taking a wild card uh, in for the playoffs. Yeah, and they're, they're I don't think they're winning their division. I think Miami has that locked up, honestly. But because um, I know Buffalo still has to go to Miami at some point, and Miami at home is one of the best teams. They're like Baltimore at home, right? They're just so mm. good. Um, I I just really think Miami's winning that division and the way it's been right now, man, I have not seen enough from Buffalo to really be even in the playoff conversation, but that wraps up this week's NFL, uh, games. Now we're going to move over to college. Uh, right now, actually number 11 is, uh, Louisville is hosting, uh, Virginia right now. They're up seven, nothing in the middle of the second quarter. Um, I had uh, I have Louisville winning this game. Obviously, they they came into this game as a twenty and a half point favorite. They aren't playing like it right now, though, man. But uh, I, I think Louisville definitely wins this game. Yeah, I'm going with Louisville too. Um, like you said, the spread was already so large at twenty and a half. Uh, I didn't think that they uh, they'll win, but probably won't cover the spread at this point. Yeah, maybe not, but you know, maybe the second half they'll blow up. We'll we'll see. Uh, number 10, Penn State hosts number 3, Michigan. This is the best top 25 matchup uh, this week, in my opinion. Uh, two top 10 teams, obviously, facing off with each other. Um, Michigan, a 4.5-point favorite in this one. Uh, the line opened up this week at 6. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's definitely been moving towards Penn State. Obviously, Michigan has a ton going on right now with, you know, Harbaugh looking at potential suspensions. 
Um, obviously, there's there's just a ton about Michigan that we will get to eventually. We're just waiting to see what the NCAA does about things, or even what the Big Ten does. Uh, but that said, I think Harbaugh is going to be suspended uh, come Sunday or Monday morning. Uh, but that said, uh, I think Michigan wins this one. I, I know, big shock, the Michigan fan picking Michigan in this one. Penn State's defense is really good, but their offense is shit. Michigan's defense hasn't been tested yet, but I feel like they can definitely uh, – I mean, this is the biggest test for Michigan's uh, defense. But I, I just – this this Penn State offense is not that good, um, so I think Michigan wins this one. I think they also cover this four and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go roll with Michigan, even though they're in a whole bunch of scandals right now with uh, the whole investigation into the sign stealing and everything else. But uh, I'm gonna go with Michigan, man. Uh, Penn State. I had higher hopes for Penn State at the at the start of the year. I know you were hyping up Penn State a lot. Um, but yeah, that offense just doesn't look as good. I mean, against Ohio State, who I mean, they're number one in the country, but they haven't looked as dominant. You know, only scoring twelve points. That offense has definitely not been as good as I thought with uh, Drew Aller. Um So I'm gonna go with Michigan here. Yeah, and the other thing too with Penn State, their their running offense compared to last year, it's the same two running backs, but they have not put up the same level of performance as they did last year and I don't know what changed for Penn State there but their offensive line is pretty much the same as last year they just their run game has not been able to produce as well Kentucky hosts number eight Alabama Bama an 11 point favorite in this one um but Kentucky's defense blows. I know Alabama's offense hasn't looked nearly as good. There's no elite quarterback play like we're used to seeing. No elite wide receiver talent either. But I, I just think Bama's the better team. Their defense is still pretty damn solid. Um, Kentucky, though, they can run the ball still. But uh, I, I just don't think that Kentucky defense is still going to be able to hold up against Bama in this one. But I do think Kentucky covers. Yeah, sadly, I think Alabama's going to take this one. Um, I'd like to see Kentucky put up a good fight, but they just, they've fallen off a cliff, I feel like, the last few weeks. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Alabama. Yeah, I, I just, ever since Georgia, they have not looked really that good. Uh, number 16, Kansas hosts t- uh, Texas Tech. Uh, Kansas is just a four-point favorite in this one. Uh, obviously, Kansas, um, you know, they are coming off a a pretty big win still from Oklahoma two weeks ago, and then another nice win against Iowa State last week. Um, you know, obviously they lost to Oklahoma State a few weeks ago, but this this game, I th- I think everything falls towards Kansas here. I think they cover that four points. I know they don't have their starting quarterback still, but their their backup quarterback is playing just as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think Kansas wins this game. I think they cover that four points. Yeah, I'm going to go Kansas as well. Coming off the big high against, um, who was it? They beat uh, Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Yep, so they uh, they definitely have a lot more to prove, and I think they continue uh, with the win this week. Yeah, they, they've been really impressive, really the last two years. Um, but, yeah, I think they definitely – win this one. Number 23, Tulane hosts Tulsa. Tulane a 23.5 point favorite in this one. Um, Look, Tulane, their offense has been really, really stellar, except for last week against East Carolina. Um, That said, their defense, you know, at times is really good. At other times, not so much. Uh, Tulsa, their offense just cannot move the ball at all. So I'm going to roll with Tulane here. I don't know if they cover that 23-and-a-half. I think they get close to it, but not quite. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tulane here. I mean, can't go with a team that's a 23-and-a-half point underdog uh, and confidently pick them to win this. So going to go Tulane. Yeah, you say that, but, you know, uh, App State and Michigan in, like, 2008 or whatever. Don't remind me. I I just reminded myself of that, but, you know. Back, back to the back of my mind, you, that goes. Uh, Colorado hosts number 21, Arizona. Arizona, a 10.5-point favorite in this game. Um, 
I, I think Arizona wins. They have been just killing teams lately. Uh, really, really good teams, too, like UCLA, almost beating USC, beating Washington State, um, you know, uh, beating Oregon State, uh, keeping it close with uh, Washington as well. They've just been monsters this year. Defensively, they are one of the best teams in the country. Um, and Colorado blows. So I'm going to pick Arizona here. I don't know if they cover this 10.5, but uh, I, I think, again, they'll be pretty close to that 10.5-point spread. Yeah, I'm going to go Arizona. And honestly, this is probably be my bet of the week, man. I just – I I really like betting against Colorado now. It's just kind of funny now because of how bad they've been since the hype's pretty much – uh, flipped. It's like everyone was on the Colorado hype train now that they've lost a whole bunch of games. Like no one cares, and everyone just was making fun of them for just being so bad now. And uh, the antics that the team has come up with over the last uh, month or so has just been crazy. So uh, I'm gonna roll with Arizona here. I, I'm I'm taking them to win big, man. Yeah, I, I just Colorado. All the hype's gone now. Thank God we don't have to see. 20 billion commercials about Coach Prime every single game on Fox. Uh, number 25, Kansas State hosts Baylor. Kansas State, a 21-point favorite in this one. Um, I, I think Kansas State wins this game. Baylor has been very, very bad this year. They, they haven't really been good in the last few years. Um, it, it, it's really a shame to see where that program has fallen Uh since about like 2016, 2017, man, it's, it really is. But uh, Kansas State, they've been playing some really good ball this year. Obviously, they just had uh, a, a loss uh, to Texas in overtime, though, uh, which was, you know, quite impressive. Um, but that said, I, th- I think just Kansas State, their offense has been really good this year. Um, and, and Baylor's offense literally can't move the ball. Uh, so, yeah, I think Kansas State wins this one. I think they cover that 21 points as well. Yeah, Kansas State's been uh been doing a lot better uh recently and Baylor's just not good. They they blew uh um I think it was against Texas State or something like that the first week of the year. They blew a they were a twenty seven point uh favorite and they lost the game outright, so uh Baylor's just not looking good and Kansas State has been, so I'm gonna go Kansas State. Yeah, uh yeah, they they've just not looked good at all. Um you know, they, they were just down big to Texas State all game long in that one, too. Uh, number four, Florida State hosts Miami. Florida State, a 14-point favorite in this game. Um, look, Miami has fallen off a cliff ever really since the big screw-up against Georgia Tech. Um, you know, they, had, they, they, they went to overtime with Virginia and barely won. They went to overtime with Clemson. Um and they won that game. It's it's just they have not looked good. They got beat by NC State last week. Uh, Florida State, they're definitely going to win. Although they've been inconsistent, I think they cover this 14-point spread. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to roll with them as well uh, in this game. Um, yeah, even though you said they haven't been as consistent Florida State, they, uh, they just – are the better team in Miami, man. I mean, look at that choke job that they had. Uh, I don't see Miami winning this one, so I'm going to go with Florida State. Yeah, just Florida State, you know, they've been inconsistent, but they've been pretty damn good all year. Number five, Washington hosts number 18, Utah. Washington, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Um Look, Washington's defense has not looked good in the last few weeks. Um, their their offense also has been struggling uh, a little bit, you know, against pretty bad defenses. Um, you know, they should have put up, you know, 60 on Stanford, for example. But, um, you know, they, they they didn't. They Penix has not been the greatest lately. Um, that said, I'm going to pick Utah in this one. I think this is the week where really – uh, you know the 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 Pac-12 does what it does best and cannibalize itself. Um, but I I think this is gonna be a really close game. But I do think Utah just pulls out the sneaky W here. Yeah, this is gonna be tough because Washington's played a lot of good opponents here. Utah, of course, has put up uh, a lot of good uh 
games as well. But I'm going to go with Washington. I think Penix is just going to run away and win this Heisman. So I'm going to roll with Washington. Number 14, Missouri hosts tennis. Number 13, Tennessee. Tennessee just a two-point favorite in this one. Both teams going into this game are 7-2. and two. Uh, Missouri, obviously, they just came off uh, a loss to Georgia, and they played a very, very good game with Georgia, very close game, um, but ultimately fell to Georgia last week. That said, Tennessee, I don't believe in them. They, I think they're pretty overhyped. I think I'm going to roll with Missouri here. They're at home, but they're a, a, a dog at home. And they're coming off a loss. I think they will prevail this week, and they beat Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to go with Missouri as well. Tennessee just hasn't looked that strong this year. They they were ranked, but then they've kind of just fallen off. And, you know, uh, they had that easy win last week against UConn, but um, I don't think that they're going to be able to do enough to, to win this one. No, I, I mainly I just can't trust Joe Milton against a competent defense uh, for Tennessee, and that that's really what it falls down to. Um, so I think Missouri, you know, wins this game handedly. UCF hosts number fifteen Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State just a two and a half point favorite in this one, uh, which is surprising because UCF is not good at all, um, and Oklahoma State's been playing some damn good football lately. I'm gonna roll with Oklahoma State, obviously. Um, you know, uh, Ollie Gordon, man, he is probably the best running back in the country right now. He's He's gone for over 200 yards in pretty much every single game this year, uh, which is just incredible. He's got 12 touchdowns. Uh, yeah, he's, he's over 1,200 yards on just 174 carries and 12 touchdowns. He's been incredible. I think they're going to blow the roof off of UCF in this game. Yeah, I'm going to go to Oklahoma State. They just came off the big win against Oklahoma. And I uh, I think that they're going to do the same as you said, man. I think they're just going to uh, go crazy on UCF, possibly uh, a two-score uh, victory. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's really what we're going to see at the very least is a two-score victory. Uh, number 22, Iowa hosts Rutgers. Iowa, just a one-point favorite in this one. Iowa's got a really good defense, man, but their offense blows, blows especially now that they don't even have their starting quarterback, who really – it really didn't make a difference anyways if they have him or not. Um, you know, but I, I think Rutgers actually pulls off the win here. Um I th- I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a very very low scoring game and um, that said the over under for this game is just at twenty eight and a half uh, which is really low for college football uh, in Power Five you know matchups so but a wise man once said when you see a over under that low bet the under and I I've already put money on the under in this game man it is gonna be a very very low scoring game but I think Rutgers barely squeaks out the win here. I never thought I'd I'd come to the day saying that Rutgers would win a game. Um, I mean, Rutgers was the laughing stock of the Big Ten. They were always awful, always a joke, always a meme. But I think I got to go with Rutgers, man. I just I was not gonna be able to score. It's basically gonna be can Iowa's defense do enough to uh, score enough to win against Rutgers. It's basically going to be Iowa's defense versus Rutgers. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Rutgers here. Look, look, man, if if I told you that Rutgers was going to be the fourth best team by record in the Big Ten, or at least in the Big Ten East uh, at the start of this year, would you have called me crazy or not? Yes. I would have thought, no way, man. Like, Bayard, that's, that's, that's Rutgers, man. Like, Rutgers has that reputation of being bottom. Yeah, I know, and they're they're one of the best teams, not just in the Big Ten East, but in the Big Ten. They're the fifth best team in the in the Big Ten period. Um, you know, they're they're Iowa's the fourth best by record, anyways. Uh, but that said, man, um, look, Rutgers has been playing some really good football this year, so I think they pull out the W here over Iowa. 
Um, uh, where was I? Uh, number 12, Oregon State hosts Stanford. Oregon State is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Um, look, Oregon State, obviously the loss to Arizona two weeks ago. Um, didn't affect them all that much uh, last week. They beat Colorado. Uh, but that said, I think Oklahoma or Oregon State's going to win this game. I think it's going to be a big blowout. I know Stanford has played some teams tough lately, uh, like Washington, but I, I just think you know Oregon State's going to win this game. It's going to be a pretty big blowout in this one. Yeah, I like Oregon State in this one. They had the uh, the bounce back win against Colorado, and you know Stanford, even though. Um, they had that that crazy comeback against Colorado. Oregon State's way better. They're going to win. Absolutely so, man. Uh, number two, Georgia hosts number nine, Ole Miss. Another top ten matchup. Georgia, a ten-and-a-half point favorite in this one. Um, the, I, I, I've heard reports that Brock Bowers actually might be back this week. I haven't seen anything solid on that. But it doesn't matter because uh, – can't remember the guy's first name, but Delp. Uh, he's basically like Brock Bowers 2.0. I mean, he's this is like the new tight end university, apparently, like Iowa was uh, a few years ago. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think this is going to be a much closer game than, than a 10.5 point spread here. Ole Miss's offense has been really good. I know Georgia's defense is also really good, man. But I, I, I just... I, I want to pick Ole Miss in this one just because their offense has been just rolling over everyone. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to pick Georgia here. I think Ole Miss covers this 10.5-point spread, but this is going to be a very, very close game, a very fun game to watch as well. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think that Georgia and uh, Ole Miss is going to be a very close one. I'm going to roll with Georgia, though. Ole Miss has definitely got a lot of potential here to make things interesting, but Georgia's still got a lot of talent, even with Brock Bowers being out. I think that uh, Georgia takes this one. Number 17, Oklahoma hosts West Virginia. Oklahoma, a 13-point favorite in this game. Uh, West Virginia has been playing a lot better this this year than really I expected. Um they're, they're one of the better ACC teams, but Oklahoma is just so good. I know they're coming off, you know, that loss to uh, to Kansas and to Oklahoma State uh, back-to-back, uh, almost getting beat by UCF. Um, ever, ever since Texas, they've really not been playing their best football. But that said, I think they win this game, uh, even though West Virginia's been playing pretty damn good. I do think it's going to be somewhat close. I don't know if it's going to be this 13-point spread. I, I think it's going to be by, by a touchdown at the end, maybe 10 points at the very most, but I'm going to roll with Oklahoma here. Yeah, I'm going to roll with Oklahoma, even though they've been on a bump. I think that this is the week, too, that they will look uh, at the, the win that they need. Yes, they will. Number one, Ohio State hosts Michigan State. Ohio State, a 31-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. I think we both just agree. We don't need to get into depth of this game. Ohio State's going to win. They're going to probably cover the spread. Michigan State blows. No Mel Tucker mm-hmm. to, to even help. I mean, Michigan State's offensive line is Mac caliber. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't even know if Michigan State scores in this game. Yeah, uh, this is a tough one. Uh, I remember when I was at the Michigan Michigan, Michigan State game. The Michigan fans just kept saying, uh, "MSU, fuck up those Ohio State players, man!" Like just uh, when you guys play them in the next coming weeks. So, no, maybe they'll do that. All they can do. Yeah, yeah, may- maybe, maybe. Uh, TCU hosts number seven Texas. Texas is a twelve-point favorite in this game. Uh, you know, I don't think Quinn Ewers is back yet. Um, you know, but this Texas defense is really good. TCU has blown all year long. Um, I'm gonna roll with Texas. They're back still, and yeah, Texas is gonna win this game. I think they cover this 12 point spread as well. I think just everything falls in favor for Texas in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Texas here. Um, Texas is still one of the best teams in the country. 
I think that they will uh, they'll come out with the W. Number 19, LSU hosts Florida. LSU a 15.5-point favorite in this game. Uh, you know, obviously LSU has struggled this year. I thought they would be a lot better than they have. Um, they obviously just came off a bad loss to Bama, where they were close in the first half, and in the second half it was just all Bama. Um, but that said, I think LSU gets it right this week. Florida has not looked particularly good this year. At times they've looked pretty good, man, but I, I just think LSU's offense is going to be too much for that Florida defense. Yeah, LSU is uh, is the better team, and Florida's not looked good at all. I'm going to go with LSU. Number 24, North Carolina hosts Duke. UNC a 14.5-point favorite in this game. Uh, North Carolina has not been playing good football lately at all. Um, obviously, the, the loss to Georgia Tech two weeks ago. The week before that, the loss to Virginia. Uh, they got things right last week against you know Campbell, which is, I think, like a Division II school or an FCS school. I don't actually know. Um, never heard of that school before in my life. But it was a cupcake game for UNC here. Um, but that said, I think... Uh, I'm going to take North Carolina here. I think Duke will play them pretty good, though, um, unless North Carolina gets things right this week. Uh, Duke, obviously, they're out of the college football playoff committee rankings. But I I just – North Carolina has been struggling lately. I think it's going to be a closer game than than Vegas thinks. Yeah, I think so, too. Duke, uh, they were even ranked a little bit better than I thought they would be. Um, at the start of the year, I wasn't even sh- sure Duke would be ranked. So, um, North Carolina has been playing the greatest, but I, I think that they will uh, win this game, though. Yeah, they, I, I think just everything uh, is going to work out for uh, for North Carolina in the end. But yeah, man. Uh, numbers and then lastly, number six, Oregon hosts USC, who's not ranked anymore. Uh, Oregon, a 15-point favorite in this game. Um, and I'm going to roll with Oregon, too. I mean, USC's defense blows. The, and, and Oregon has shown that they can, you know, duel with the best quarterbacks like Penix. Uh, you know, so I, I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Uh, Oregon's defense, obviously, a lot better than USC's. And, and uh, that said, I think Oregon's offense is well-equipped to, uh, to to keep up with the pace of USC's offense. Yeah, uh, USC has fallen flat against a lot of teams, and I don't think Oregon's any different. I think that Oregon is a much better team and that they are going to uh, steamroll over uh, USC again. Yeah, I, I completely agree, man. It's They're just going to steamroll them. So that wraps up the top 25 matchups for this week's college football uh, football games. And so, yeah, we're going to now get into our power rankings. Uh, Mike's going to get into his NBA power rankings, and then I'm going to get into my NHL power rankings. So, Mike, take it away. Yeah, so for the NBA power rankings, I'm thinking I'm just going to do the top 10 teams just because – you know, that's what we're interested in, the teams that are in the mix for the top spots. We don't really need to hear about uh, all 32 teams, just like how, how we do with the NFL. We always just do the, the, the top teams here. So this article that I have is from NBA.com uh, at the start of this week here. So some of the records are uh, not as updated, but uh, still the most recent one uh, to come out here. Um, so we'll just go through some of the teams here. If you have any thoughts, uh, so let me know here as we uh, as we go through. So uh, starting here at number ten, we have the Los Angeles Lakers here, who uh, are three and three uh, in this power ranking. Uh, it says that they were uh, number eight the following week um, or the previous week and dropped. So the Lakers here being in the top ten, but at the bottom of it. Uh, at number nine here, we have the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, who are 4-2. and two. New Orleans has been uh, solid this year, but they've been dealing with some injuries and stuff. CJ McCollum has had uh, some health scares. Zion's been uh, out hurt again, which, what a shocker. I mean, he's always... Shocker. 
get yeah always seeming to uh be out so he's i'm pretty sure missed more games than he's played in his career so yeah i, th- I think i think that's actually true i think he has missed more games uh, that said, it sounds like he's starting to turn into like Derrick Rose or something. Yeah, I mean he's he's effective when he's when he's out there. Just he just doesn't play. Um, number eight here, one of the better teams in the league, who a lot of people predicted would be in the top three. Milwaukee Bucks at number eight. They were number five last week uh, with a record of three and two. Um, they. Uh, have been solid, but definitely not living up to the potential that they could be lower. I have him on my fantasy team and he's up and down this year, man. He had the worst game of his entire career. Um, in my opinion, the second game of the year scoring just six points. Uh, but the first game he scores 40 points. So it's tough, man. He's been up and down. Giannis has been really good, but definitely not that, uh, uh, top, uh, player that he can be. Uh, so Milwaukee definitely has a lot to figure out moving forward here. Yeah, da- Dame, Dame has not impressed me at all uh, this year, if I'm being honest, man. He's not he's not been as consistent as, obviously, I think really anyone expected. Uh, just He's been up and down so much, man. It's just I don't know if it's just – what he's working with in Milwaukee that he's not used to. Um, but I, something I don't think is working for him right now, but I'm sure things will get better for him. But right now, man, it's just something there is just not working out for him. Yeah, honestly, for real, man. Uh, hopefully they can figure it out and get some uh, better chemistry moving forward here. Number seven here, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves, who were 16th last week, so they jumped a lot in the rankings uh jumping all the way up to number seven and you know it makes sense anthony edwards carl anthony towns they have solid players but uh finally putting it together here um you know their offense has been uh doing really good and their defense i mean uh according to this uh the defensive rating at this time was number one in the league uh, only giving up around 100 points which i mean the modern nba isn't too bad at all so uh, they're of course at a plus uh, nine and a half net rating, so definitely solid for the Timberwolves here. Next here at number six, we have the Dallas Mavericks at a five one record. Uh, Luca has been going off as he's uh, one of the best players in the league. Of course, Dallas, of course, trying to figure it out with the rest of the players. Kyrie's been uh, doing pretty solid as well. They've uh, Gotten some new pickups here. Grant Williams being one of their offseason pickups has been, um, you know, having some uh, struggles, but he's also been uh, fitting in as well uh, where he can. So Mavericks at number six here. Uh, number five, the Atlanta Hawks, four and two record. Uh, they're averaging almost 120 points a game on offense. That's top three. Uh, in the league, and Trey Young has been going crazy. DeJounte Murray's been going crazy, so their backcourt has been uh, doing really well. And they've had some key role players step up as well, like uh, Jalen Johnson, who um, who I know in my fantasy league has been uh, on the waiver wire, and uh, a lot of people have been picking him up as he's been uh, putting some good contribution here on the Hawks uh, for some solid minutes here. Now here moving in to uh, number four, we have the Golden State Warriors, uh, who were number four last week at a 5-2 and two record. Warriors are going to be what they are, man. I mean, everyone knows the Warriors at this point. Uh, just a matter of if uh, Steph can continue to carry this team. He's been playing well. Draymond, uh, he, I believe, is actually out um, with an injury here. Um, Chris Paul has been doing pretty solid for him. Um, so yeah, the Warriors here at number four, number three, the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, record of four and one. They have been killing it, man. Shout out Joel Embiid. He is carrying my fantasy team on his back. They've been and... dominant, dude. The Sixers, they've been absolutely dominant this year. I I know that they're not going to have it in here, but they just beat uh, Boston 
which, you know, Boston at the time was undefeated. They were the last team that was uh, undefeated, and Philadelphia uh, was able to beat them. So Tyrese Maxey, too, man, he has been going crazy. So there was always potential that he would be the number two option on this team once they got rid of Harden. And he's been performing like a number two option this year. He has been going off. I see every game he's dropping like almost 30 points. Um, so it says here that Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey are two of the five players who average at least 25 points and six assists per game. Uh, so they are just balling out here. Uh, Tobias Harris even has been doing uh, pretty well as well. So their team is just clicking right now, which is good to see. Number two here is going to be the Denver Nuggets, the defending champions, 6-1. and one. Um of course, Jokic is going to go crazy. He is the best player in basketball, in my opinion. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon have had a lot of solid contributions here. But uh, again, like I've mentioned multiple times, this article is a little bit outdated uh, by a few days here. And their second best player, Jamal Murray, is out until December with injury. So that is definitely going to hurt the Nuggets here moving forward. But I think they'll be all right. I think they'll still stay within the top four seeds out in the West. So um, I think that with the players that they had, they'll be able to stay afloat and win some games. And then number one was the Boston Celtics here at the time, 5-0. and But they were the number one offense here, scoring almost 125 points a game with a net rating of plus 18. So they, are just, they were just dominating teams, man. Uh, last year they started uh, twenty-one and five, so they have a lot of expectations to live up to. They were definitely one of the more sought-after teams to do well this year, and they have come out with a, a nice start here with the first couple weeks of the NBA season. So yeah, they've been have they've thoughts, they've also been very dominant. Obviously, you know, one hundred twenty-five points a game average is insane. Um, tells you how much defense is played in this league anymore i'll tell you that much uh that, that's that's the one thing that just bothers me about basketball now and why i can't really watch it as much it's just no one plays defense anymore but again if you even try to play defense you get a penalty for it so it's like you know it, it is what it is there but yeah boston man they've been very impressive this year obviously you know uh they they've they've been dominating everyone uh, and now just losing very recently their first game this season. So, uh, yeah, quite impressive from Boston. I think, yeah, that that's a very, very well-deserved spot. If I'm being honest, I would probably put the Sixers at number two, but it is what it is there, man. Yeah, so um, definitely some solid power rankings. Um, I know we didn't go through all of them, but uh, definitely the team that would have been in last place is Memphis. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, they're, they're like the Sharks of the uh, NBA. They Yeah, they I saw win. that. But they finally just got their first win, so they're 1-7. So, But, yeah, they look awful. And Detroit's falling down. So Detroit was 2-1, uh, and one, and now they've lost six in a row. So now they're 2-7. and seven. <laughs> Yeah, Detroit's really just been plagued by turnovers. Like, they're, they're fun, they're fast, but they just keep turning the ball over, like, you know, 20 times a game it's it's pretty ridiculous like Mm -hmm. they're 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 the worst team when it comes to turnovers in the league by a very wide margin too it's it's like if if they stop turning the ball over i think they could win a lot of these games that they've been losing but you know that that's that there um but yeah that's really all i got for there i i pretty much agree with most of that list uh i just would put the sixers at number two but that's just me yeah, they've been dominant. Uh, as of right now, they're six and one, so they're actually at the top of the Eastern Conference right now. Um, but the Nuggets are eight and one, so they've also been really dominant. So he go either way with those two. Uh, overall, solid top three though for sure. Uh, yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that wraps up the NBA power rankings. You said that was what ESPN. Uh, that was NBA.com. Oh, NBA.com. Okay, I got you. Uh, I'm now going to get into the NHL power rankings. This is my own power rankings. This is not, you know, ESPN, NHL.com, you know, hockey writers, whoever the hell you want to use. This this is my own personal. Um, I'm just going to really get into the top 10. I did do a whole top 16, uh, but just strapped for time. I'm just going to run through those bottom six teams of this. Uh, 16's Winnipeg. 
15's the Islanders, 14's Anaheim, 13's Toronto, 12 is Tampa, and 11 is Detroit. Uh, so now my top 10, uh, Florida, uh, they're 7-4-1 right now. Um, they, they have a zero goal differential. Uh, so, you know, having, having, you know, being an above 500 team, having, you know, a zero goal differential is pretty sad, but they're, they're one of the best teams in the Eastern conference right now. Um, when they, when they win games, they, they, you know, they, they dominate, they play really good, smart hockey. And when they lose, they just get blown out, man. It seems, uh, number nine is, uh, Carolina. They're sitting eight, five and oh. Uh, they just have a plus one goal differential. They've honestly kind of underwhelmed me this year. Uh, their special teams play has been decent at times, um, but yeah, man, I just I, I I I've been underwhelmed with Carolina so far. Uh, on paper, they should be a lot better than they are, but you know we are only 13 games into the season for them, so there there's there's obviously a lot of hockey left to play. But uh, but yeah, they they've been solid when they do win. Uh, number eight, I have New Jersey, another team who's, you know, underwhelmed me, not very been, you know, not been impressive at all. Um, they're seven, four and one right now, but they have the best power play, uh, in the league right now at 41%, which is insane. Uh, I don't think that's going to keep up, uh, because, you know, usually the best power plays at the end of the year only have around a 33 to a 35 percent. Um, but that said, they've been very, very impressive on it. So um, that's why they're at eight. De- definitely some of these teams I thought would be a little bit higher just off reputation. I know Florida went to the cup last year, even though they were uh, lower. And then I thought uh, Carolina and New Jersey would be um, almost top five. So we'll definitely see uh, how the rest of this list shakes out. Yeah, uh, number seven is the Dallas Stars. They're seven three and one right now. Um, they've been pretty solid right now. Uh, they're they're sitting number two in the Central, just a point behind uh, Colorado. Uh, they have a plus three goal differential. They they've you know they have been winning really good games, but when they lose, they just keep getting blown out, uh, which is basically the same problem that Florida and Carolina have had. Um, you know, but they they've been very very impressive uh, offensively. Uh, at number six, I have L.A. They're sitting eight two and two right now. Um, uh, they're they're sitting third in their division, uh, but they've been very impressive offensively. They've been beating some really really good teams lately. Uh, so you got to give credit where credit's due to L.A. There. At number five, I have Vancouver. They're nine two and one. Quinn Hughes is the best defenseman in the league right now. Uh, he's just absolutely phenomenal. Um, they also have the best goal differential uh, in the entire league at plus thirty, uh, which is uh, nine points higher than the than the best, which is Vegas, um, or the second best, which is Vegas. Um, I don't know if that pace is going to keep up. Uh, but they have been blowing teams out. Obviously, uh, a couple uh, last week they beat the Sharks uh, ten to one. So uh, you know there, there's nine goals of that alone. But they also blew out the uh, uh, opening night. They blew out uh, the Oilers uh, eight to one. And, but Besser has been really really impressive this year too. So, uh, but Matt Quinn Hughes has just been dominant uh, offensively and defensively. Yeah. The They've definitely been super solid, man. Uh, like you said, Quinn Hughes, man, looking like the best defenseman right now. Yeah, he. he I mean, he has the best plus minus, I believe. Uh, let me let me double check that real quick here. Um, he because uh, he's 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 third in points. He has twenty points already. Uh, yeah, he has a plus sixteen plus minus. So. Uh, yeah, he's been very impressive. Philip Horonic has also been really good. He has a plus twelve, plus minus. Um, like like this Vancouver blue line has actually been really good this year in general. Uh, at number four, I have Colorado. They're sitting eight three and zero. Plain and simple, you know they've just been dominant over everyone they've played. Um, their only losses have uh, come from some pretty 
good teams. Um, you know, they, they've just looked really, really good um, outside of the, uh, the losses uh, to Vegas. Um, you know, they, they lost seven, nothing a couple days ago. Uh, they've, you know, they've, they've, uh, they lost to Pittsburgh for nothing. And they also lost to Buffalo for nothing. Um, and those teams aren't really that great this year, but you know, they've been dominating everyone that they have played. Uh, their offense, one of the most, most productive, uh, in the entire league, uh, sitting at a, uh, uh, plus seven goal differential, which is actually pretty high this year. Um, but yeah, uh, at number three now, we have the New York Rangers. They're sitting nine, two, and one. Uh, they've been very, very impressive. Uh, I didn't think they would be leading their division right now, but they are. I thought New Jersey would be, you know, destroying this division. Um, but the Rangers have been beating a lot of really good teams. Um, so, yeah, they've been very impressive um, uh, to start the year. At number two, this one is kind of controversial because you could put really either of these teams at number one. But I have Vegas. Um, they've been obviously dominant. They're 11-2-1 right now. Um, but that said... They have played a very, very soft schedule to start the year. They've played uh, San Jose, Anaheim, a couple, you know, pretty low-ranking teams, um, you know, to start the year. Uh, that said, though, but when they've played good teams, they also beat them, and they beat them pretty bad. Like I said, you know, beating Colorado 7 nothing a few days ago, very impressive. And then number one is the Boston Bruins. They're sitting 10-1-1 on top of the Eastern Conference, uh, on top of the Atlantic Division. Uh, They've also had a really soft schedule to start. Um, That said, their only regulation loss uh, this year so far has has been to uh, Detroit in a a 5-4 loss there. Um... And an impressive comeback from Detroit in that game. But, um, yeah, Boston just has been very dominant. Yes, I know they've had a soft schedule, but like I said, man, even when you have a soft schedule and you're still dominating teams at this level, very, very impressive. Um, I thought Boston would fall off again like I did last year, but I've been proven wrong again. Yeah, they, uh, they've been uh, one of the top teams for sure, man. Yeah, they, they've been very, very very good this year I, I it pisses me off that they've that they're still this good um but you know can't can't be happy with everything I guess but yeah that wraps up my NHL power rankings uh for this week um so yeah that wraps up the show for today um Mike you got anything else you want to add um no so just uh, stay tuned again for next week here. You know, we got the usual. Hopefully, we'll have some more news to break down for you guys as well. Yeah, hopefully, we, we will have some, something solid about Michigan on Tuesday's episode, but uh, we'll wait and see. Uh, so, anyways, guys, uh, rate, review, subscribe. You know, help us out. Help us grow this podcast. Um, and, yeah. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys on Tuesday.